All right, we can uh, get it underway. But the topic, there's not really a topic as we're going to do this. So I'm going to read this verse, okay? We're talking about visions yeah. and things like that. Right, we're, yeah, we're into the visions and things. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I have this book, it's Letters from God. And it um, says right here, if God wrote you a letter every day for a year, what would he say? Right. And, and who's the author of the book? Uh, the author is Ivan Tate. Okay. And um, it was given to me yesterday by a lady. Um, I, had, I had gone to the store and bought a vacuum cleaner, but it didn't work. And I had to Walmart exchange bag. it. I had to exchange it. Right. And um, so we had to go pick up a friend of ours first. And uh, when we got there, there was a lady and she was sitting there reading this book. Uh, and um, it's Ivan, Ivan Tate, Letters from God. So she started reading them to our the two friends of ours who were driving us there and um i felt in my spirit i'd like to uh to hear my birthday because she used it like birthdays um so you just go and you pick the one that matches your birthday and mine is april the 5th um and she read mine it said uh dreamers never die joel 2:28, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. Wow. And my letter, the letter says, A dream is the sign that I am still alive in your heart. You can change the world with the right dream. Never let people and their negativity doubt and pessimism steal your dreams as high as you can dream i can take you your dreams are the wings of your faith and i ride on the wings of faith if you want to be where i am dream if you want to live in my abiding presence keep dreaming i will add all the other ingredients that your dreams will need i will add desire discipline and wisdom i will lay out your dream plan which is that peace that all dreamers must have. I will explain every step of the plan to you. No stone will be left unturned. All the wisdom and motivation you will need to succeed will be there. I need you to do the dreaming, and I will do the explaining. Remember, dreamers never die. Say that last statement again. Dreamers never dreamers what? Dreamers never die. Why do you think that is? I think that it's that way because God puts a dream or a vision or an idea in our heart because he's wanting us to go and prosper and do things, do things for him and lead people right. to him right. uh, just by loving them. And um, I think what he's saying here with dreamers never die is that we should never stop dreaming. Never. That's right. I, I believe that. And you know, the Lord just spoke to me. And, and here's the deal. Keeping it real. Yeah. Ministries is what we're going to call this, huh, baby? Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it real ministries. And in Joel 228, where it says, old men dream dreams, right? Right. Young men see visions, right? 
Here, right. Here, yeah. Here, here's the thing. Da and da your daughters shall prophesy. Right. And and prophesy means preaching. That that's all that means. Okay. And and here's the deal. These I, I the Lord spoke this so plainly. If we don't follow our dreams, the old man will be dreaming dreams of things they should have done when they were younger. They should have chased their vision. Their vision turned into a dream of regretting. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Of something. So as you're young and you're a young man chasing a vision, a goal, uh, uh, a young man or young woman, a purpose. Yeah. And if you deny it and you don't do it, nothing with it. Then when you get old, it turn, your vision turns into a dream of what you should have done. Right. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think I did any harm to Scripture there. But I think that pushes us and gives us more strength to carry on with these visions and these dreams. Because in the Bible, God plainly tells us our people perish for a lack of knowledge. I think that the dreamer thing is that um, I know that... <clears throat> so what you're trying to say... what? you're trying to say about that is that you think that sometimes if we don't follow our visions that we will become dreamers as old people who right. wish they had followed right. it or something you know like yeah absolutely like a like a person that has a vision you know they're chasing that vision when you're young you're healthy you're chasing that vision a dreamer is somebody Sometimes they follow through with them, but a dreamer sometimes, like a daydreamer, sometimes they just sit there and dream, but they never take action to catch that dream. Uh, okay. You, you see, it's planted in us at a young age. It's planted in us as a vision, a, right. a goal, something that we, we were hungry to achieve. Uh, a dream, a lot of times we have it backwards, a dream. We just dream it, but we really don't think we can achieve that dream, but we can it's never too late to achieve the dream. Absolutely. What I believe that is that it's telling you that don't think, it doesn't matter what people think. It, there, this will happen. It says right here, Joel, again, Joel 2.28, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Absolutely. I believe that we will have ability, the abilities to see things. The Lord shows us things. He speaks to us. Absolutely. And um, I believe he's saying that it's never too late to... Absolutely. To trust in him. Right. And come to him. Yeah. And listen to him and he'll show you things. Yeah. He'll show you, he'll show you the things Praise that you Praise God, absolutely. Know. Do you think, and let's say an 80-year-old in a nursing home, do you think they could be chasing a vision? Could they still achieve a vision, even though they're late in age and sitting in a nursing home? I believe that it's never too late. That's right. I believe, I believe that also. So no matter what our circumstance, no matter what our situation is. But I think that we make our choices, and we either choose to follow our dreams or choose to lay by the wayside because of fear or uh, abandonment issues or disappointments in our lives that are basically putting us in chains and holding us captive. The Lord's telling us we can achieve those dreams, but the devil tells us that we can't. He tells us that we're not good enough, that no one's going to 
like it, that no one's going to be interested, you're doomed to failure, and how humiliating that will be the day they laugh you out of whatever you want to do in your life. And we become chained to our doubt and our disappointment and our failures in that area. Right. And then we grow old and we still want to do it, but we're so bound by the spirit of fear that we can't fight past that to do it. And we need Jesus to help us fight past that. Absolutely. I have, I am the worst at being afraid. I have so many things, goals, months that I want to do. I have ambitions, but I always, I've felt the, that I'm not good enough, that no one will like it, that no one listens to me, right. that no one pays attention, that no one's going to care. And I know that other people feel that way too. And I believe that the Lord's saying, that if we will trust in him, we can achieve anything. If we will trust in him, we can achieve it. And we trust in him just by believing in Jesus. Absolutely. And it, and nothing else matters. That It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your sexual orientation. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Absolutely. The Lord said, Jesus Christ said, Whosoever believeth in me, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And who is whosoever. a whosoever? Whosoever. It can't just be the people that right. are perfect and do everything and run by all these laws and legalism. And the Lord says, you know what? Those laws and legalism, they're past. Jesus Christ fulfilled those things. That's right. I, I believe that totally. And so the spirit of religion do you believe that's hurting people in, I do in, in the church today? Yes. I believe that it is hurting people, yes. And it's used as a stumbling block. Um, I believe the modern church, you know, today, and I'm not dogging any churches. Right. There's a variety of churches, many good churches. I believe God's a, like, God's a, a, a God of variety. It's not the churches, it's the people. It's, it's the, the people, people in the church, that's right. Just like that story that I told you not long ago. Um, this lady went up to the preacher and she said, um, she said, Pastor, she said, I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to be leaving the church. And he said, well, I'm sorry, but why? Well, the woman behind me judges too much. Uh, the couple to the right of me is not married. The couple to the left of me is gay. The ones in front, they lied too much. And he says, okay, okay. He says, I give you that. He says, I understand. He says, I really don't want you to go. He says, but before you go, could you do me one favor? She said, yes. He said, next Sunday when you come to church, come up to me and I'll tell you what you need to do. So that Sunday came and she come walking down the aisle, walked up to the pastor right before the service. The, the, the crowd was packed. You know, the church was packed. He handed her a cup of water that she had to hold with two hands. That was about a half an inch from spilling over the top. Yeah. And yeah. he says, walk around the auditorium three times and come talk to me. Well, she walked around three times and came up to him. And he looked her in the eye and he says, tell me, did you see the judgmental people, the liars, the homosexuals, the ones that aren't married, committed for a Did you see any of them? And she said, why, no, I was trying not to spill my water. <laughs> so in other words... If we concentrate on ourselves and allow God to fix us, we won't worry about what other people's doing. That's right. I but believe I believe that. 
a lot of people today take the Bible to hurt others. You got to do this to go to heaven. You got to do that to go to heaven. There's only one thing you have to do to go to heaven. And what is it? It's to believe in Jesus. And what else? Nothing else. That's right. Jesus Christ. You believe in Jesus and you go to heaven. And he loves everybody. He loves everybody. That's right. I want you to know that he loves you if you are gay. He loves you if you are poor. He loves you if you are an addict. He loves you no matter what. And all he wants is for you to believe in him and you go to heaven. And none of those other things make a bit of difference. Now, we know you can lose your salvation if you take, in the end time, take the mark of the beast. But we're not, I don't want to, we're not going to talk about that right now. No. But in John chapter six, which this is really a weird chapter, weird verse, I'm going to speak out. Okay. Um, it's going to be John six sixty six. Yeah. All right. Do you believe in that verse? Could that be discussed as, uh, well, you explain to me, is there such a way you can be unsaved? backslide is there such a way uh yes i believe there's such a way i think that you can uh go backwards choose not to follow him yes um because if we choose to follow him surely we have the decision to choose to not follow and believe in him because we make a choice god calls us to him and we make a choice to receive jesus and follow him so surely yes, we, we have a choice we make not that to choice. follow. Yes, you can. Uh, it says, uh, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. I believe that that's two different things. One, you can grow up and go to church and, and say that you believe in Jesus. Right. But then one day... You just decide that you don't anymore. That is possible. So you would no longer go to heaven and you'd be taken out of the book of life just simply because you chose that. Because right. you didn't want to believe in Jesus. Right. Well, the other thing is, is that John Chapter 6, 6, which mm-hmm. is what my husband just read, uh, it I'll said, read it. It says, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Okay. When we're when we're born, we walk with the Lord until the age of accountability, which we believe would be around the age of 11 or 12, as soon as you hit puberty. I think once you hit puberty, and for girls, you begin to have menstrual cycles, and for boys, right. the other. But at that time, we think... That you have a choice to believe in Jesus or not. And you have that age of accountability. So at that point on, you start to grow. And if you if you live your life and no one ever teaches you about the Lord and you don't know the Lord, um, then, and people have tried to talk to you about the Lord, but you, or they've tried to talk to you about the Lord and you're just not interested. And that's how you walk away. But some people will stay with the Lord and... That is what it's talking about there. I think it says, then we make the choice to stay with the Lord or walk with him no more. Right. I, I believe I believe it has a double meaning. 
I believe physically, people were actually walking with them like me and you walked down the road. They right. were walking together in agreement. Mm-hmm. And seeing off into the spirit, I think people were saved at this time, you know, following Jesus. And they turned around and, and began to follow him no more. And we were talking about this earlier. That people, everything that happens to us is wrapped around fear. How, how our words carry power. Um, we're insecure because we fear being hurt. Uh, we get ang- we're angry. We get angry because we have this spirit of fear of being abused. Um, we cuss because we we're, we're afraid somebody's going to walk on us. So it seems to me that these spirits, which I believe anger, depression, all these things, I've, all them words, they're, they're more than words. I believe they're actual demonic spirits. Fear, demonic that's a demonic spirit. Um, like, like I was telling you earlier that God is opening up a new level and, and a new, a new door for me, if, if you want to say, right. Uh, not brand new, but for me, it, it's new that when I'm on Facebook and messenger and, and, and to be honest, my, my ministry is called keeping it real ministry. So I used to get on Facebook and messenger and, and talk to other women, um, but I have repented. I have told my wife I was very sorry, and this has been a long time ago, and she has forgiven me, right? Yes. And I had to pay her $5 to forgive me, right? <laughs> no, I just lied. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, when something like that comes about, I can I can feel and hear the Holy Spirit just says, that's a Jezebel spirit. And I said, whoa. So I begin to pray on this Jezebel spirit. Because I wanted to, and here's how it works, man. I'm talking to the men now. This Jezebel spirit comes, and if you give her a little crack, a little opening, she will kick the door wide open, and you will be filled with the demonic spirit of Ahaz. Which means you will be controlled by this demonic spirit of Jezebel, just like Jezebel and Ahaz was. Okay. And then uh, lust is coming in there. Ahab. Ahab. I'm sorry, right. it's Ahab. Ahab. I, and right. Lust and, comes in right. with it. And lust then, and then all sorts of perversion. Yes. Um and, and and it gets out of control and then before long it's got a hold of you and you're trying, you're trying to get away and you can't get away and you can't get away. And and so the best thing to do is not even open the door to is is to listen to the Holy Spirit. Continue to walk with Jesus because I believe in my heart when we play games with these demons that we turn and walk with Jesus no more. As as some of his disciples, they actually turn and walk with him no more. Now, we may judge and say, well, how could they do that? Remember, they didn't have the Bible as we do. They were living it out. Actually, being physically there with Jesus, they didn't have the Bible. They didn't see down the road. You, you know, they didn't have the Book of Revelation. They didn't know. You know, right. so they turned. So if we were in their shoes. Guess what? You may say, "I would never turn and went and, and quit following Jesus." Oh yeah, I have today. 
Not this day, but I have in my lifetime. And I even have the Bible. I have chosen yeah. not to follow Christ. You remember? Yeah. I, I chose not to follow Christ. I uh, chose to go back on drugs. I chose to go back to alcohol. You chose to do the, you know, <clears throat> the alcohol deal and, and thing. I did. But these demonic spirits are real. Have they are real, and they do attack you. And I have gone through a lot in my lifetime and I have been a drug abuser and I have been through the ringer in my life and I put myself through it because I chose to go my own way and that's that's the thing with free will I've always believed in the Lord and I've always believed in Jesus <clears throat> but I have lived my life like a prodigal son and so has my husband Oh yeah, we no wanted doubt. to take what was ours. We wanted to just go be free and do what we wanted. But sin is fun for a season, and then before you know it, you start losing your your belongings. And yes. You start losing your friends, and you start losing your family, and you start to lose your touch with the Lord and everyone else. And it it's like it's swallowing you up into a giant black hole. I remember one time trying to quit doing drugs. I'm standing there staring at the stuff, and I'm wanting to do it, and I could hear all these voices surrounding my head. Do it. Just do it. Yeah, you know you want to do it. Come on. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. You know you want to do it. And I could hear them all around my head, and I was like, oh, oh, what am I doing? What am I going to do? And I'm pacing the floor. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, because uh, I was like, Lord, I don't want to do it. And I said, Jesus. And I just hollered his name, and it all stopped. Amen. And it got quiet, and all those voices were gone. Amen, amen. And that's when I knew, unequivocally for sure, that those were demons, and that demons are real, and demons will get you. I could hear their voices. <clears throat> Do you remember when we were up in Illinois, and uh, Mom was... That's when she first had her heart attack, and she was in ICU, and she called us late one night. Yeah. And she said, I need you up here. They're here to get me. They're here to get me. Do you remember that night? Yeah, I do remember. And and we walked in, and what did, what did, what did Mom say? Do you remember? She was really upset. She seemed kind of edgy, and she said that there was, she kept staring at the corner of the room and kind of smiling. But at the same time, being a little on edge about it, and we asked her what was wrong, what is she seeing? Fear. And it, yes, and she said that she saw something evil in the corner, and it was coming for her, and it, it told her it that it was going to take her. And it was a man. And she started to cry, and his mom was not saved, and she didn't believe in Jesus at the time. She had been through lots of other religions, which we talked about earlier, are nothing more than an attempt to control and manipulate and lie to people. The truth of the matter is, is that a religion doesn't set you free. Jesus Christ sets you free. A relationship. A relationship with him. Just to believe in him. That's what he says it takes to get to heaven. That's right. And if you do nothing else, then on the day of judgment, you'll be tested by fire and if you've done nothing else except for believe 
in the true and only Jesus Christ, you'll be snatched from the fire. That's right. Before that's right. you burn up and brought into the kingdom of heaven. And I believe that's in Corinthians, I think, chapter 3, I believe. Um, and when we walked in there, Mom said she'd seen a man up in the corner laughing at her, wanting to take her. And I could see fear on Mom. And Kim says, let's pray with her, pray with her. And, and Mom said she could see shadows all around her, flying around her there to get her. And me and Kim got on our knees next to the hospital bed. And this is probably the highlight of my life. And I said, Mom, please repeat after me. And, and we led her through the sinner's prayer. Mom received the Lord Jesus Christ. And she said as soon as she received him, boom, they were gone. She fell asleep. We, we returned home. I didn't understand the seriousness of it because I wasn't real, um, how can it, real experience with the demon world. Even though I grew up uh, Pentecostal, I really wasn't experienced with it. And she became a Christian that night and she lived another year before she finally went to be with the Lord. And I struggled and struggled and struggled <laughs> like, like salvation don't take, I guess, or, or something had to go wrong but did mom really go to heaven yeah you were struggling with was she really saved uh did she really believe right i believe that she did because she actually did start to change she started to be less angry and less hostile that's right and she calmed down after that day and so I began to pray to the Lord to uh, uh, give me some kind of sign. And, you know, Christ told people in the Bible, you know, no sign to be given to this evil generation. But I had a dream that one night and I seen my grandfather pushing my mom around a house, making the, short, the story short. And mom was right in the hospital bed. And I said, hang on, Mom, I'm coming to get you. I said, I'll bring you with me. And she said, no, 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 no. I like it where I'm at. Oh, I'm that's in heaven. awesome, yeah. Amen. So that that's was so God's way of showing me that Mom is in heaven with my grandfather, at least. Um, and my mother was a Buddhist, and I was an, I, I, I grew up atheist. I did not believe in God. I, I, I believe there was a God, but I hated him. I, I, I despised him because of all the mean things that happened in my life. I thought it was God's fault. But once I became a Christian, and I was saved, I believe, I wasn't mature, and I didn't take him serious enough, I guess. And I continued to backslide for a few years, back and forth. Boom, 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 drugs, yeah, alcohol, right. drugs, alcohol, running right. around, drugs. Leave my family for a week or two, drugs, alcohol, drugs, alcohol. And then one night, me and Kim was talking about this earlier, that I was sitting in our living room right here in Roland. And I was reading, and, and I just raised my hand, and God heated my body from start to crown of my head, and it started coming through. And I could feel stuff leaving my heart. Yeah. And Kim says it was like married to a, a new man. Yes, I, I it was like married to a new man. You you 
before that time you had had uh, two egos or different personalities. This good man of God who worked and tried his best, and then you had this darker, angry and violent and just totally selfish other half. And so did I. I've had the same. I've done the same. And, um, absolutely. But the Lord has truly touched us both. And I do see a difference in my husband. He is a different man than he was. And I see that. But the change when you become a believer in Jesus is gradual. And anyone who tells you you're supposed to be perfect, then right when you get up off your knees of accepting the Lord, or even a few months or years, even, it takes a lifetime. To be perfected in the Lord. Absolutely. And that yeah. is what, that's where some religious types of people get it wrong because they want to attack and judge you because your faith and your walk is not as perfect and Or you're as not good pristine. enough. You don't yes. have the right clothes. Right. You don't have the right clothes. You don't have the right attitude. You still smoke. You still drink. You still maybe even do certain drugs. But you know what? That is none of their concern. When you believe in Jesus, your walk with the Lord is yours and yours alone. And no one knows your heart and no one has the right to tell you what your relationship with Jesus is. Right. Can't nobody read the heart but, but the Holy Spirit of God. That's right. And, Amen. And I believe, there, and, and I can prove this in scriptures, there's two different judgments. There's a judgment for sinners. Yes. Okay. That's judging salvation. If you're yes. saved. Sure, we'll be judged by our words, our actions, and our deeds. We don't lose our salvation at judgment. We lose rewards. That's right. You do not lose your salvation if you still sin after believing in Jesus Christ. Now, we're not and saying And you do not Christ. lose your salvation if you believe in Jesus Christ, but you are a homosexual. You don't Absolutely. lose your salvation at that. that point either. You are that. still... Saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. It covers you, and you are just as loved as any other Christ believer or anyone else in the world, honestly. God loves everyone, even those that don't believe in him, and all he wants is a relationship with you. Absolutely. And he loves you so much, he's not going to force himself on you. But he longs for a relationship with you. Because God is love, and love is what he wants to give you. And for anyone to tell you that you're going to go to hell because you are homosexual, that is not walking in love. That is walking in fear and condemnation, which is of the devil. Yeah, the, Bi the Bible says, there's no. therefore, there's no condemnation to those who believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, do, do you know what we just did, Kim? We just probably made 80% of the churches call us false prophets and they're going to hate us yeah and they're going to judge us and oh boy but you know what we serve a, a real true and living god that's right and, amen and going back to the two judgments this is the judgment that the christian will stand for and, and this is what the bible says now if any man um build upon this foundation gold silver precious stones wood hay and stubble every man's work shall be made manifest. It means revealed, brought to light. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, the fire of God, the Amen. Holy Spirit of God, the yep. Holy Ghost of God. Ooh, I'm getting fired up now. 
And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. And if any man's work abide, which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. And if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved. Yet so as by fire. Isn't that amazing? That yes, is, it is so amazing that should, it, it, it's 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 remarkable. We should read that again in the amplified let's, version. Let's read it in amplified. I'm gonna have you read it in amplified because that was the um, King James version, which some people would say is nearly impossible to understand. Well, I like the King James. So yes, I know I, you do. I'm, I'm in love with King James. We just thought King maybe we give you some different translations so that you right. can better now, understand what we're, we're going to start in uh, chapter three, verse twelve. And and honey, if you start in verse twelve and okay. read read down to um, verse fifteen. Okay. It'll explain it. But if anyone builds upon the foundation, whether it be with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, the work of each one will become plainly, openly known, shown for what it is, for the day of Christ will disclose and declare it, because it will be revealed with fire. And the fire will test and critically appraise the character and worth of the other, of the, sorry, of each person (laughs) has done. If the work which any person has built on this foundation, any product of his efforts whatsoever, survives this test, he will get his reward. But if any person's work is burned up under the test, he will suffer the loss of it all, losing his reward, though he himself will be saved. That's right. Amen. But only as one who has passed through fire. Through fire. Which means, you, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you believe that he lived, died, and and was raised from the dead three days later, and he did that for our sins. Just believe in Jesus. He loves you, and he believe, and He believes in you. And you will be saved. And it, nothing else matters there, because your Amen. relationship with Jesus Amen. is your relationship and yours alone. Amen. And if you don't know Jesus right now, we're going to wrap this up. We're almost out of time. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior... Just let, let, let's pray together, Kim, and you All repeat right, after yeah. me. <clears throat> okay. Father God, I pray to you in Jesus' name. God, Father God, I pray to you in Jesus' name. I am sorry for I all am my sorry sins. For all my sins. And for every sin I've committed. And for every sin I've committed. I ask you to come I into ask my heart. You to come into my heart. And forgive me of my sins. And forgive me of my sins. And live your life through me. And live your life through me. I believe in the virgin birth. I believe in the virgin birth. The crucifixion. The crucifixion. And the resurrection. And the resurrection. And you gave your life for me. And you gave your life for me. In Jesus' name, I pray. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. The and, Lord loves you. And the Lord loves you very much. And he knows if you pray that, if you pray that or you believe in Jesus Christ, then 
every nothing else matters and the Lord loves you and don't let anybody tear you down and don't let anybody tell you that you're not serving Jesus the right way so you are doomed and going to hell right. I lived that lie for many many years and I became so bogged down and miserable because I felt as if what is the point I will never be able to do uh, get it right enough to get into heaven and that's how I used to feel and that is not the truth the truth is I believed in Jesus Christ and I still do and I will go to heaven so if I make mistakes and I stumble and I fall I am still saved by the blood of, the, of Jesus Christ amen the blood of the lamb we love you and we love you and believe it or not this is get keeping it real ministries our keeping first recording yep and whoever listens to this, I pray that you'll be blessed beyond belief. We love you, and God bless you.